Namaste, I'm Salima V and welcome to this Find Your Flow podcast. This 45-minute practice will help you find and awaken your natural flow, physically, energetically and mentally. Natural sequence of movements enables you to warm up the body, ideal if you don't have time for full class. The breath count is kept for you, all you have to do is listen and be present on the mat. Some of the poses you will recognize as they are also taken from the Jiva Mukti warm-up, the Magic 10. Let us begin. Let's roll out our mat first of all and focus on um, bringing some hydration back to the spine. From the time that we get up in the morning to the time that we go to bed in the evening, our spine shrinks about an inch in height. So it's important as well as drinking plenty of water to keep the spine very mobile through all actions. Let's start off with um, five simple spine rolls. Let's come and sit down on the floor. Make sure that if you're on wooden flooring that you have plenty of padding, maybe a couple of mats, especially if you're carrying a lower back injury. Sit down, bend the knees, place the soles of the feet on the floor and place the index fingers just underneath the backs of the knees and lightly bring your toes off the floor and find an area to balance on at the rear of the sitting bones. Take an inhale here, as you exhale, roll lightly back. Inhale, come up one. Exhale, roll back. Inhale, come up two. Exhale, roll back. Inhale, roll up three. Rolling back. Control the roll by using the core abdominal muscles. Inhale, roll up four. Exhale, roll back. And inhale, come up for five. And then slowly, keeping the soles of the feet on the floor and the fingertips behind the backs of the knee joints, slightly draw the chin in towards the chest. Take an inhale, sit up very tall. Open up the heart, broaden across the collarbone area and let the spine find its natural alignment. And as you exhale, control the roll down as you roll down towards the floor, one vertebrae at a time. Very slow on the way down. Keep the feet connected to the earth. And then once you're on the floor, uh, keep the knees bent, soles of the feet on the floor. Make sure that the hands are within touching distance of the heels. Uh, if the tendency is to tip your chin back here, then I'll just place the hands either side of the neck. Lift the head and chest off the floor. Draw the chin in towards the chest. Not quite activating Jalandhara Banda, but just to lengthen the back of the neck to stop the chin tilting back. And then place the head back on the floor. Make sure the fingertips are in line with the heels so you can comfortably touch your heels here. Take an inhale, draw the right knee in towards the chest. And as you exhale, flex the right foot onto the outside edge of your left thigh. Arms can either be on the tummy or you can take the arms out to shoulder height, palms facing upwards. Take an inhale here. As you exhale, drop the sole of the right foot to the left side of the room. As you A, either look over your right shoulder or if it's not nice for your neck, continue to look up. Use your uh, right hand here to lever open and rotate the flesh outward from the inner right thigh bone and the right hip. Breathe in. Breathe out for one. Inhaling, exhale two. This is a great stretch to open up the hamstrings. Exhale for three. 
inhaling exhale for four breathe in and breathe out for five inhale slowly roll back to the center feel that you can massage over the sacrum and the base of the sacroiliac joints and exhale draw the knee lightly in towards the chest still keep the left knee bent here place the hands lightly behind the back of the right hamstring and then inhale float and extend right leg to sky flex the toes exhale hold here one breathing in breathe out for two Try and roll the right hip away from you for three. So the right side of the buttock cheek still remains on the floor for four to avoid any hip hiking. Exhale for five. Now inhale here, exhale cross the right leg four to five inches over your left thigh bone and hold here. Really press up through the inside edge of the ball of the right foot. Keep the toes flexed and don't leave the right side of the buttock, leave the area, right? Don't let the right side of the buttock leave the floor. So keep grounding down through the sitting bone. Inhaling. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Breathe in. Breathe out for three. Inhaling, exhale four, breathe in, and breathe out for five. Inhale, slowly return to center. Exhale, hug the right knee in towards the chest as you extend the left leg along the floor in front of you. Make sure the heel's on the floor, toes flexing back, feel the stretch through the Achilles tendon. Place the hands on the right shin bone, keep the shoulders moving away from the ears. Take an inhale at the base, Exhale, lift head and chest. Squeeze all the air out of the abdominal wall. One. Inhale, travel back down to the floor. Exhale, lift up. Squeeze everything out. Inhale, travel back down. Exhale, lift up. Head to knee for three. Inhale, travel back down. Exhale, lift up for four. Inhale, travel back down. Exhale, lift up for five. Beautiful. And then bring the left knee to the right knee. Place both hands on the shin bones. And instead of the knees coming overhead, try and roll your seat a little bit forward to the front of the mat so you start to engage the internal obliques. And then place both feet on the floor. We'll go the other side. Inhale, draw the left knee in towards the chest. Exhale, take the left foot onto the outside edge of your right thigh. Take an inhale here as you exhale, drop the left foot to the right side of the rim as you twist to the left or look up. Breathe in, breathe out for one, inhaling, exhale two, really feel the foot connect to the earth here, exhale three, breathe in, breathe out for four, inhaling, and exhale for five. Inhale, slowly roll back to center, keeping the foot on the outside of the right thigh until you reach the center. And exhale, bring the knee in towards the chest. Right foot is still on the floor, right knee bent. And then I extend the left leg towards sky on the inhale. Exhale, hold here and breathe. Inhaling. Exhale, one. Inhaling. Exhale, two. Breathe in, breathe out three, inhaling, 
exhale four big breath in and exhale for five inhale slowly come back to center as you come back to the center extend make sure the legs still extended here now drop the left buttock cheek on the floor so the left hip isn't rolling off the floor Take an inhale here and exhale, cross your left leg four to five inches over your right thigh bone and hold. Inhaling, stretching the IT band. Exhale, one. Breathe in. Breathe out for two. Inhaling. Exhale, three. Inhaling. Exhale, four. Breathe in and breathe out for five. Inhale, slowly return to center. Exhale, draw your left knee in towards the chest, then draw the right knee in towards the chest, and then extend the right leg out in front of you. Right heel on the floor, toes flexing back towards the crown. Hands on the left shin bone, slide the shoulder blades, feel the shoulder heads moving down the back. Take an inhale at the base, exhale, lift head, and knee, uh, head to knee, lift up, and float back down towards the floor. Exhale, lift up, and travel back down too. So come up again, keep the motion very clearly linked with the breath. Exhale for three, inhale at the base, exhale, lift up for four, emptying out all the air, inhale, travel back down, exhale, lift up for five, have both knees in towards the chest, hands on the shins, so this is uh, known as a wind relieving pose. Very good to um, remove any air out of the um, abdominal walls. Right, feeling the tailbone connect to the earth. Most of us tend to um, stick our uh, butts out right through old habits and uh, old ways of doing things, like particularly standing. The body has a very short memory. You show it a shape and it will take the po easiest possible option to get into it without using necessarily using the right set of muscles. So as yogis, we are looking to move away from old habits and old ways of doing things that no longer serve us and finding the right way and new ways to help us get, uh, regain the strength and flexibility that we all need to have a very steady, connected yoga practice. Let's take another five spine rolls here. So I draw the knees in towards the chest and just lightly, just take two or three, whatever you feel is right for you at this time and roll up and roll down. Use the breath to carry you up and carry you back down. And then slowly as you come all the way up from the third spine roll, take the feet to the right or left and come on to all fours. Let's uh, find Adho Mukha Svanasana, downward facing dog. Let's start on all fours here and just check in with our alignment. Make sure that the wrist joints are stacked directly underneath the shoulder heads right? and that the ears line up with the tops of the shoulders. Make sure that the knees are hip width apart. Take a glance back at your heels, tuck your back toes under, particularly very important if you're suffering from trauma to the lower spine, right, or if you're very weak in the lumbar, uh, the toes pointed can put additional strain on the lumbar spine. So do keep the toes tucked under. Take a glance back and make sure the heels are directly behind the backs of the knees. I know that sounds 
a little bit strange, but sometimes I see in class that the ankles and the feet tend to um, lose the equation of where they are in the pose, right? So be very mindful, the feet and ankles in line with the backs of the knees, ankle joints and heels very aligned. Track your elbows out to the uh, outside edges of your mat. Lightly, outwardly rotate the upper arm bones away from you. Feel the space broaden across the upper and the middle back. And then uh, straighten the arms, but without locking the elbows out. So the tendency here is if you're hypermobile, you really need to keep a slight softness in the elbows to stop you locking out the uh, forearms. And then press down, particularly through the knuckles of the index fingers, right? But really press down through the pads of the fingers and thumbs. So you energetically feel that you're lifting out of the wrists rather than slamming your weight into the wrists. And if you are suffering with weak wrists or you have carpal tunnel syndrome or repetitive strain injury, then make sure that you use cork bricks or something a little bit to give you elevated elevation underneath the wrist joints. That's very important, especially if you're suffering um, from either of those. You don't want to bear more weight on the wrists, um, especially if you're carrying one of those issues. And then from where you are, uh, with the toes tucked under, lightly draw the kneecaps towards the abdomen. Shift the pelvis up and back to the wall behind you. Now keep the knees bent, especially if this is your first practice of the day. Most, the tendency here, most people try and um, straighten their legs, jam their hamstrings, and the back starts to round, right? The spine starts to go in flexion. And we're really looking for the spine to be elongated here. So keep the knees bent if you need to. Make sure the knees are tracking parallel to each other. The inside lines of the feet are parallel to each other. And the feet only need to be probably two to four inches apart. Nothing more than that. Otherwise, you're throwing the ankles out of alignment with the pelvis. Begin to uh, pedal out the feet here. Let the neck be in line with the spine. So the drishti, the gaze is towards the top of the thighs or the navel center. And just begin to uh, pedal out the feet here and opening up through the sides of the waist, uh, opening up the trunk muscles, right? And maybe oscillate the head from side to side, especially if you've been sitting down all day, right? Just uh, reawakening and feeling some length and space through the sides of the neck, space across the upper back and the middle back. And then when you feel it's time for you, fully extend the thighs back towards the hamstrings and come into Adho Mukha Svanasana. Inhaling, exhale, one, breathe in, breathe out, two, inhaling, exhale, three, breathe in, breathe out, four, inhaling, connecting to the earth, Exhale, giving back to the earth for five. Inhaling. Exhale, six. Breathe in. Breathe out, seven. Inhaling. Exhale, eight. Inhale. Exhale, nine. Breathe in. And breathe out for 10. Inhale, slowly lift your gaze, soften the knees a little bit and start to walk the feet towards the hands. 
Once you get towards the front of the mat, separate the feet here two to three inches wide. Make sure the inside lines of the feet are still tracking parallel to each other. And place the fingertips of each hand on the floor in front of the feet about three to four inches. And feel the shoulder heads move away from the ears. Right. So if you're very stiff in your back, you may need to take this option for Uttanasana, extended, extended standing forward seat. If you're just one of these people that bounce from the spine and try and grab the toes, you're not doing anything. You're just weakening the lower spine, right? So really try and feel some length. Also in standing uh, forward bends, the weight and the awareness is forward into the balls of the feet. We wanna feel that the sitting bones are lifting very high to the sky. We wanna feel the belly draws in and up. And we don't want to be locking out the backs of the knees. So a slight softness into the backs of the knees to prevent the hamstrings from um, being taut. If you're moving on from here, take elbow to elbow and line the ears up with the inner arms. Coming into Ardha Uttanasana. If you're a little bit more pliable in your lower back and throughout the spine, then now edge the feet together, two big toes touching, hands either side of the feet, unfold in chin to shin and let your head go. From here, everybody, inhaling. Exhale, one. Inhaling. Exhale, two. Breathe in. Breathe out for three. Inhaling, exhale four, breathe in, breathe out for five, inhaling, exhale six, inhale, watch your breathing, exhale seven, breathe in, Breathe out eight. Inhaling. Exhale nine. Breathe in. And breathe out for ten. Slowly, everybody, from whatever position you're in, place the hands on the floor. Begin to widen the feet about six inches. Lightly out turn the toes, but not so much so that you're at a 10 to two degree angle with your feet. If you need to take a block underneath the heels or padding to come into Malasan squatting pose variation. So we're gonna bend the knees, sit very low to the floor. If the heels are leaving the floor, place a rolled mat underneath the arches of the feet. The feet must have something to connect down to. And then place the hands to the heart in prayer. Use the elbows on the inside edges of the thigh bones and the inside of the knee joints to really lever open the pelvis, uh, sorry, the hips, right? The inner knees, feeling space across the lower pelvis. Now slide the hands down the sternum so the thumbs line up to the heart center. So in yoga, uh, we always speak about duality. And it's no different in the yoga poses in the yoga poses themselves. As you press down through one area of the body, you want to feel an energetic lift in another part of the body. So as we root down through the feet, we press the hands together, slide the hands down the sternum and really feel the spine and the crown lengthening towards the sky. 
The space across the collarbone area is open. The spine doesn't want to be rounded in this variation of Molasson squatting pose. So you want to almost feel like you're engaging a mild back bend in the upper and middle back as the shoulder blades hug the spinal column to create length through the spine and the crown. Close the eyes here. So the tendency for this pose for most people is to stay in it for a couple of breaths and come out. This pose uh, relates to the pelvis on the lower back, really works on uh, the first two chakras, Mulandara chakra and Swadhisthana chakra, right? The root chakra is our basic survival, right? Our life up to now, uh, where we get our food, how we earn our money, our family, our support mechanisms. And Swadhisthana chakra, the second chakra in the body, relates to past relationships with others romantic, creative, or business. So if you've had a relationship that may not have ended it as amicably as you would have liked, or maybe you feel that you've wronged someone or someone that has wronged you, um, and you feel that you may have, you know, you just had to get on with it and get over it. But actually in the subtle body, the, the reluctance to let go can be quite strong and it manifests itself in tightness in the lower back and throughout the pelvis and the hips. So we always say here, if you feel that you're very stiff or if you're carrying something from the past, uh, my teacher Sharon Gannon always reminds us when we take the chakra uh, balancing class that if someone comes to mind, then lightly keep their eyes closed and uh, just say blessings and love too and the name of that being or beings who you have hurt or maybe who has hurt you and uh, hopefully let go of that right we need to let go of the past before we can um, move forward but also to be happy in the present we need to leave the past in the past have a few more breaths here and every inhale, trying to find a little bit more space through the lower back and the pelvis. And as you exhale, moving into that space. Inhaling. Exhale, seven. Breathe in. Breathe out for eight. Inhaling. Exhale, nine. Inhaling. And exhale, ten. Slowly open the eyes, release the hands to the earth, and come to sit down lightly on your seat. Extend the legs out in front of you. Draw the flesh away from the seat towards the back of the mat. Sit up very tall with the hands by the sides of the pelvis in seated stick dandasana. And then draw the right knee in towards the chest. Place the right foot over your left thigh bone. The right hand lightly goes behind you. Be on the pads of the fingertips here. Again, so you can feel an energetic lift lifting up through the armpits. Take an inhale here. Lengthen up through the left side. As you exhale, seated spinal twist, teepee twist to the right. Bring the left elbow onto the outside of the right knee. Look over the right shoulder and hold. Inhaling. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Keep the foot connected to the earth. Inhaling. Exhale, three. Right seat still connected to the earth. Inhaling. 
exhale four, breathe in and breathe out for five. Inhale, slowly come back to center. Exhale, extend the right leg next to the left. Inhale, draw the left knee towards the chest. Exhale, left foot goes over right thigh bone, left hand behind you. Inhale, extend through the right side, always inhaling to lengthen and exhale, TP twist to the left, right elbow onto the outside edge of the left knee. Look over the left shoulder and hold. Inhaling. Exhale, one. Inhaling. Exhale, two. Breathe in. Breathe out for three. Inhaling. Exhale, four. Breathe in and breathe out for five. Inhale, return to center. Exhale, both legs extend out in front. And then inhale, draw the knees towards the chest. Place the soles of the feet on the floor on the exhale. Let's take another half spinal seated twist here. So bring the left forearm around the shin bones. Right hand behind you, beyond the pads of the fingertips. Inhale, lengthen, looking forward. Exhale, see the spinal twist, half variation, twist to the right, hold. Inhaling, right shoulder moves away from the right ear. Exhale, one. Inhale, lengthen your spine. Exhale, two. Breathe in. Breathe out, three. Inhaling. Exhale, four, breathe in, and breathe out for five. Inhale, return to center, exhale, hug both knees. Right forearm around both shins, left hand out to the left side of the room, beyond the pads of the fingertips, inhale, look forward, exhale, see the spinal twist, half to the left and hold. Inhaling, exhale, one, inhale, Exhale, two. Breathe in. Breathe out, three. Inhaling. Exhale, four. Big breath in. And exhale for five. Inhale, return to center. And exhale, release. Keep the knees bent. Separate the feet about three to four inches wide. Place the hands behind the buttocks, three to four inches, fingertips in line with the buttocks. Feel here that the elbows bend, shoulder blades hugging the spinal column. Take an inhale here, slide your seat towards the heels, and then exhale, lift the thighs and the pelvis off the floor as you take the head and neck back. Inhaling, reverse tabletop variation, exhale, one. Inhaling, exhale, two. If it hurts your neck, exhale, three, draw the chin in towards the chest and look towards your knees. Exhale, four, lift the thighs and the belly even higher. Exhale, five, press down through the first and second toe. Exhale, six, inhaling. Exhale, seven, breathe in. Breathe out, eight. Inhaling, exhale, nine, inhaling, and exhale, ten. Draw the chin in towards the chest, 
slide your buttocks underneath the shoulders and release the seat to the floor. Take the feet to the right or left, push up and back into downward facing dog. Pedal out the feet here, couple of breaths. And then walk the feet towards the hands. Come to standing forward bend, place the hands on your hips, feet together, chin to chest, knees soft. And inhale as you slowly roll up through the spine, unstacking one vertebrae at a time. And exhale, coming into Tadasana, mountain pose. So uh, let's come over and, uh, or let's you come over and find a wall. You can do this in the middle of the room, but please be mindful if you're quite new to handstand. Now the thing with this um, very short sequence is that the way that this works is that we've encompassed for every area of the body, right? We've done a massive warm-up for the body, and uh, now the main poses in this last few minutes are what we always use in the Jiva Mukti sequences. So you should be properly warmed up now for every area of the body. So if you come by the wall, uh, come uh, down onto the floor and make sure that your fingers are about three to four inches away from the wall, right? And just come into um, a downward facing dog. Now bend the left knee. All right, let's walk the feet in a little bit closer, actually. You want to feel that the shoulder heads are stacking over the wrists, right? But don't slam all the weight into the wrists here. Lightly bend your left knee. Come up onto the ball of the left foot and extend the right leg towards the sky, centering the pelvis. Don't let your hip open, otherwise you might come tumbling out. And point the right toes. Now, if you're very flexible in the hips and leg, it may almost be like doing a standing split headstand, right? And, um... If you're fearful of going up, and, and most of us are when we start this, then maybe for you it's better to take one leg up at a time, almost like a standing split handstand variation. If you're fearful about banging your head against the wall, stick a bolster or a pillow up the wall. That's fine. And then slowly you're going to inhale, press down through the ball of the left foot as you begin to kick the right leg above the pelvis. Now you may or may not find the wall behind you. You want the right heel to come onto the wall. The other way of doing this is as you press down and take the right leg up above the pelvis to try and bring the left heel to the left buttock cheek so you find the center of gravity. You may need to do that a couple of times. Let's um, have a go at kicking up. We'll do five on this side and then we'll go five to the other side. So inhale, press down to lift up. Exhale, one. Inhale, press down to lift up. Exhale, two. Inhale, press down to lift up. Exhale, three. Maybe you can bring both legs up together and drag the heels up the wall. Exhale, four. If you're up there, stay there. Inhaling. Exhale, five. Slowly cut back down to downward facing dog. Short downward facing dog. Come down if the wrists are feeling a little bit sore. Do some osculations through the wrist joints or a few starbursts through the palms. If you want to rest in child's pose, rest in child's pose for a couple of breaths and then come back up into a shortened dog variation. Again, feel that the shoulders are stacking over the wrists. That's the main thing. If the shoulders are back, you're never going to be able to kick up. 
So let's bend the right knee here, place the ball of the right foot into the floor once you've shortened the dog, center the pelvis. I don't really like the word square because the pelvis is never really truly anatomically meant to be squared. So I prefer to use the word center. So try and center the hip points towards the floor to prevent the uh, left leg and the left hip from spiraling open. Then take the left leg as high as you can without jumping. Point the toes, really feel that the leg is engaged. As you press down, through the hands to the earth. Feel that sense of asana. Feel that connection to the earth. Feel steady before you come up. And then inhale, press down through the ball of the right foot and come up. Exhale, come down one. Inhale, push down to lift up. Exhale, two. Inhale, press down to lift up. Exhale, three. Inhale, press down, lift up. Exhale, four, inhale, press down to lift up. Exhale, five, stay there for a few seconds if you can. And slowly release and come back down to a short dog. And walk the feet a little bit further back, take downward facing dog. So technically, downward facing dog isn't classed as an inversion, right? But anything where the heart is above the head is actually classed as an inversion. However, here, the legs are not above the head. Now, if you struggle with forward bending, Pajimottanasana, easy seated forward bend, uh, then you might need to work on your forward bend, seated forward bends, or Uttanasana, right? Because that's the standing variation of Pajimottanasana. That will really help your handstand and your Shishasana, your headstand practice. Because when you think about it and you look at it anatomically, they're both forward bends before they become inversions. It's that walking the feet in and trying to elongate the spine and prevent the spine from going into flexion so we can naturally find our center of gravity. And slowly come down, downward facing dog. Drop the knees on the floor. Take the knees wide, two big toes touching, forehead on the floor. Release the arms behind you. Feel that you're dragging the elbows over the knees so you can really let go here. Let your sacrum drop towards the toes and the inner arches of the feet without strain. Let the belly be very passive here and let go through the wrist joints, through the elbows and the armpits. And connect the center of the forehead, Ajna Chakra, the seat of Shiva, the seat of our consciousness towards the earth. Now this chakra, when the head is in this position, we are also connecting uh, in the energetic body, right, in the history of the chakras, psychologically, when the head is down and the forehead is connected to the earth, uh, we are bowing down to all our past teachers. And necessarily doesn't mean the school teachers or particularly a yoga teacher. It can be anything, it can be anybody that you have learned something from, right? So when the head is connected, forehead connected, we're bowing down to all our teachers. Take an inhale here. And exhaling here. Again, big breath in. And exhale. Good. Slowly uh, draw the knees together. Fingertips uh, either side of the knees. Then slowly rock back onto the heels as you begin to make your way up back to uh, standing. Hands on the hips to roll all the way up. And then once you're up, let's um, look at the mat and take the outside edges of each foot to the outside edges of your mat. So, and don't let your knees collapse in. 
Now extend the arms behind you, interlock the fingers into a fist, roll the outer shoulders around and under. If the elbows are bending here, please make sure that you straighten the arms before we take uh, the next stage of this pose. If the elbows are bent, uh, you're going to put additional strain on the muscles in the rotator cuff, right? You're going to really um, hurt your shoulders here. If you, if it's not possible for you to interlock your fingers, right? And if you've had, if you're carrying a shoulder um, issue, then take elbow to elbow. It's a great way of opening the chest and um, broadening the flesh across the collarbone area. Okay, so take elbow to elbow now. Interlock the fingers into a fist. Roll the shoulders around and under. Inhale, puff chest to chin, look up and arch back. And as you exhale, deeply bend the knees, take the head towards the earth and allow the arms to fly up overhead. Then extend the legs fully here with the head down and the arms overhead. Try and get the fingers away from the buttock cheeks as much as you can, but don't strain the shoulder joints in order to do that. Then inhale, bend the knees, come up to a flat back, crown of the head projects forward, the hands are reaching towards the back wall, exhale, fold forward and down, legs extend, one. Inhale, bend knees, come to a flat back, look up, exhale, fold forward and down, legs straighten, arms overhead, two. Inhale, bend knees, look up, sit low, seat connected, as low down to the floor as you can. Then release, legs straighten, arms overhead. Two more like this. Inhale, bend knees, look up. Exhale, fold forward and down, arms overhead. Last one. Inhale, bend knees, come up to a flat back. And exhale, fold forward and down, stay down this time. Lift out of the shoulders a little bit more. And then release the hands to the hips. Edge the feet in closer together. Soften the knees, chin to chest, and inhale as you press down to roll up through the spine and exhale, Tadasana. Make sure that the feet are connected to the earth here. Invite the navel towards the spine. Allow the lower rib and the middle rib cage to soften towards the spine so the rib cage isn't bellowing out. Draw the shoulders up around the ears, melt the shoulder blades down the back. Keep the chest shining forward. Keep the space across the collarbone area. Parallel the chin to the spine. Parallel the chin to the floor. And feel that you have got equal length through the sides of the neck. Lightly close the eyes. Just taking a moment to be in your feet. Right here, right now. I remember one of my first, very first yoga teachers always used to say to me, be in your feet, be in your feet. Because if you're not feeling steady in your feet, none of the poses are gonna be steady. So through everything we do in a yoga practice, and also in everyday life, we're trying to find that sense of steadiness, stira. We're trying to find that sense of connection, asanam, connection to what we're doing at any moment in time, the connection to all others. And then if we can experience stira and we can experience asanam, then we may be able to experience sukham or sukhinom, suki, that sense of lightness and happiness. Slowly open the eyes and uh, just let's uh, come down to the floor for a moment. 
come to our sit on the heel. So you can take um, a hero's uh, variation, right? So you can place a block underneath the seat, have the feet either side of the brick. Make sure if you're sat down, right, that you are, that the feet are outside the buttocks. If, you, if you're not very good with this pose or you're carrying a knee injury um, or you feel it's too much for you to stay here for a few breaths, then you can either take a rolled mat underneath the backs of the knees, right, and come to sit down so the knee joint's still open. The femur bones are tracking parallel uh, to each other, so the knees, femur bones, and pelvis are in line. And then uh, just bring the hands down by the sides of the body. Now draw the uh, chin in towards the chest, take the right ear to the right shoulder, and just fingertip the fingers out to the right side of the room. So the right hand, the pads of the right fingertips are on the floor. The left arm is away from the floor, about two to three inches, and you're really extending through the left fingertips. So you feel an enormous stretch from behind the left ear all the way down to the left fingertips. And I lightly close the eyes here. Keep both sides of your seat grounded, even if you're on a brick. Don't let the left hip come off the floor. Inhaling. Exhale, one. Inhaling. Exhale, two. Breathe in. Breathe out for three. Inhaling. Exhale, four. Breathe in. And breathe out for five. Inhale, come back to center. Chin to chest, left ear to the left shoulder. Left fingertips on the floor. Right fingertips two to three inches off the floor. Inhaling. Exhale, one. Inhaling. Exhale, two. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe. Inhaling. Exhale, four. Breath in. And breathe out for five. Inhale, slowly come back to center. If you're quite happy, exhale here. If you're quite happy, stay in the seat or come to Supasan. Easy cross-legged seat. Sit off a prop. If you feel that you are um, flexing the spine or you feel very stiff still, then take slight padding underneath the seat. Let's place the hands together in Anjali Mudra preposition in front of the Anahata Chakra, the heart center, and lightly just tip the head towards the hands as we always take a few moments to bow our head down always in great gratitude and thanks to all the past saints, sages, masters, gurus, teachers of the past for preserving and bringing us these ancient disciplines and teachings of yoga. To all the teachers of the present and the future that continue to enlighten us along our path. And may we all do as much as we can to uplift the lives of others. Loka Samastar Sukinu Bhavantu. 